Today's year, the final shear on Hilchestaris, we're going to finalize the discussion on non-competes. And we're going to examine a, two other aspects which are applicable to non-competes. The first aspect we touched on lightly in the beginning of the shiurim, and that's the essential definition of a non-compete, which means, by definition, non-compete. means an inaction. Do not do anything. Don't do anything. Sit back, sit at home, or whatever, or work for me and don't compete with me. So the question is, a fundamental Shiloh, can you hire somebody? Is there a valid structure in Chesham Mishpat? Is there a Schirs Pilem employer-employee kind of arrangement where you can hire someone to do nothing? So let's give a little bit of background on the Shiloh before we see the Maram Kaimas. Let's give some examples. If a person tells someone else, it's before Pesach, let's say, and a person is afraid that a certain store is going to compete with him, so he tells him, I'll pay you a certain amount of money, don't open your store in this time. Well, let's say you have two tailors, one of them wants the business, he tells the other one, I'll pay you this amount of money if you don't open your store. So the other tailor makes a quick calculation, he figures, listen, I could sit at home doing nothing, and I'll get this amount, which is, I guess, enough for me to manage to, to whatever I need to get through. So without the work and without the extra income, I prefer to sit at home and take nothing. Is that considered a valid arrangement? And could the first, or could the first tailor um, back out from the agreement? So now, again, we're talking about that he wants to back out before there's a substantial loss. Let's say... They started only a few days past, or whatever it is. Is that considered an agreement of serious plan where they're not allowed to back out? Similarly, the Machlefrayim and the discusses a case where a person told his friend to stay at home, and I'll give you a portion of the profits of the business, and then he doesn't want to pay him uh, the profit. He wants to pay him just a base salary, I guess. So the Machlefrayim says that that's not considered a serious pilot. Now, this idea is echoed by the Chuvas based David, which we have here in front of us in the Maramakaimis, quoted in the Pisway Chuva. The Chuvas based David is discussing the same kind of concept where a person is hiring a worker not to do work. It's talking about a case where um, a person wanted to pay someone not to outbid him on a public auction. This public auction, he'll pay him a little bit of a cut, a little bit of a commission, and he paid him not to outbid him. And he did not make an actual opinion. Since he did not make an actual opinion, is he allowed to back out? So it's talking about like this. People who want to win the auction, they would pay people a certain amount of money. They should. They shouldn't out. Um, they shouldn't bid because of the imnasis ha'haftacha zois b'li kinyan u'b'li ha'shloshas mois. And if this is done, he writes that if this is done without a kinyan and without um, actually paying first for it, rach b'dvarim ba'alma, then it's only a kinyan dvarim and a klum. It's nothing. Ve'ein l'dam mois elusiris pa'elim and that which you would have said. That it should work like Chayyus Pilem, the by Kenyan, that it does not need a proper Kenyan, as we discussed many times in Hilchos Chayyus Pilem. Kamoish Kasser Rivosh Simintal Fayin Vav, 
etc. by Rosh Mesechus of the Zara, Kibin Shu Derech Litan Schiris Bad Zed, the Shani Schiris Pilem. Schiris Pilem is different. Shahaschar Hu Avur Asias Paulo Oidibor. The money that you're paying is on behalf of an action. Avu Benidin Didan. But in our case, Shekabolos Chariah Bavur Shemoneas Asamilasis, it's for an inaction, it's for not performing the action. He's, that's the agreement. Even though people pay for this, it's not considered like serious poilim, and it needs a kenyan. And he brings a riot to this. We're not going to go into that right now. So bottom line, says the base of it, that the, we see from here that, um, that this is different than serious poilim. This is not considered doing a paula. And since it's not considered doing a paula, the agreement of this kind of serious poilim is not going to be bound, is not going to be binding on the two parties, not, he's not, the employee is not going to be bound by that agreement. And therefore, he can't, he's able to back out. So the question is, based on this, let's go back to the Chlam which we discussed in the previous two shiurim, which, who writes that when a person has an agreement with an employer to learn a skill by them and continue working for a certain amount of time, which is called a non-compete, that he's required to stay on the job as a form of payment for the learning that skill, and him working on the job is his way of paying back, otherwise he would have to pay a lot of money for it. The question is, why can't the person back out in the same manner that this base of is telling us a person can back out on an inaction? Because since the inaction of non-competing, the agreement of, non- of non-competing, is essentially just an inaction. It's an agreement not to do something. How come, we, we, why are we not allowed to back out? Why is the employee not allowed to back out from such an agreement? There is no, there is no agreement to do something. The agreement is not to leave the company and compete. Yes, it's true that he's to pay back that, that work. But, what, but, but the, the whole sheba not to back out is based on on the Isser to compete. And to, to agree to not compete, the Chayr should not be enough to be Mechayr of the person. Now, the Rashba echoes a similar idea. There's a Rashba in the beginning of a Vashad of Testament The Rashba makes a few different points in an Agea to Sirius Pilem. Let's go to the Rashba. Vani Oimer, the Din Pail, the Din Ashutim, Echadu, Bechodavar, Shayesh, Maisa. Says the Rashba like this. The Rashba says that anything that Shutvim are, or Pailim are doing for each other that have an action, what they are Shutvim, what they're going to buy, or Mashir Vichu, what they're going to profit, or Matiyasim, whatever they're going to find, it's automatically Chal for both of them. All, all benefits that, that they have through the Shutvim are considered to be mutually owned. Now, this is besi- even though one of them is receiving a salary, even though there is a salary, nonetheless, it's still considered a profit-sharing agreement when the pile is doing malacha. Now, let's fast forward to the end of the Rashba. Let's skip to the end of the Rashba. The Rashba ends off with the following words, five lines before the end of the Rashba. This is only in reference to things that have an action. That this person should not work on the day of the other person. 
Inami b'tnai kol omnir. Such a thing you can't be mechayiv in agreement by shutras that he shouldn't be able to work. The ba'men nishtabdu shaloy lasos. Kmo shikasa rabzal ba'men nishtabdu shaloy lasos. Kain literally, what's requiring them? What's being mechayiv them not to work? Where in the agreement is there a chiv not to work? So according to the Rashba, based David's point is is well made that a person who makes an agreement not to do something, not to work, that kind of agreement not to work is not going to be a valid agreement and would allow a person to be chayzim. Now, it is important to point out that there are chayzim that are chayzim on the base of it, which we said before. Um, one of them, notably, is the Minchas Pitim in Simon Kofayim Vav Siv Gimel and, and discusses the radius of the base of it. And over there he writes that Schar and Menir's is also Included in Sechiris Pailim, there are other Pailim as well. So, but at the end of the day, Lamais we have Gedolei Apaisim like the Rashba that says pretty clearly that I mean Mefurish that a person cannot make an agreement not to do something. The question is how to look at this in court, in Vezdin as far as not compete. So that that ends the discussion of this first point about non compete. Now let's discuss. The halacha, when a person backs out on a non-compete, when a person goes ahead and actually breaks a non-compete and opens his own company, is this arrangement, what exactly is this arrangement? Now, many times a person who's working has contacts that he built up in the database. He has different um, connections that he built up through his business. And the question is, how does this stand going forward? Another aspect which we have to examine is the actual competition itself. When a person is going after those same clients that his original employer hired, he's in a certain way being he's competing with his original um, owner. Now again, it's talking about to a certain extent that there is room for both, but still there is a direct competition uh, being formented, that's being formed throughout this agreement. It's growing, it's, it's slowly developing. How does that work? So let's introduce the second concept first, and then we'll build back to the concept of connections for, for, simpl- uh, for simplicity's sake. This concept of going after specific people that are known to the original employer is discussed in Chesha Mishpat, Simen Kofnun Bob, which is the Simen that discusses Yari Lomnus Chaveret, and the Ramah brings in a concept called Marufia. Marufia, complicated word, it means from the, it's from the Shirish of Yarev Kamotar. It's constantly raining on the person. It's referring to a steady business contact. A person has a steady contract every year with a certain company, right? Let's say you have your company always supplies Walmart uh, with facts. That's your company. So it's, a, it's an unbelievable connection. It's a, it's, a, it's an unbelievable business. And someone comes along and starts sending letters to Walmart to try to take the business away from you. That's what, means, that's what it means when you say Marufia. He's taking away something that's steady for you. So the Ramah says that it's a machlaikas if a person can do Marufia. If a person can send, can work on trying to take a uh, Contacts away from somebody else. Marufi says like this. I'm sorry, the Ramah says like this. But I am the idea. Simulation of Gimel. Adam she yeshli goy Marufia. 
Yesh Mekoymesh Adonim Sha'asr Lacherim Leir Duchayusai. There are places that we asser other people to be Yer Duchayusai. The last became a Goyahu and to be busy with this guy, to take him away from him. So Yesh Mekoymesh ain't done it. And there are places that, that Paskin, that you, there is no problem with doing Marufya. There is no problem with doing Marufya. Now, the, the fundamental Machlechus seems to be based on the Shiloh of Nichsei Akam Harehem Kamidbar. Since they're open for the taking, it's sort of hefker in a certain way. So when a person has a client, that's the Akam, someone has a right to go after that client. That's the opinions that hold that they could. So let a poach this Goyesh client from the other business. Now, even though there is no non-compete agreement, in, in this case, we're still talking about two totally separate businesses that have nothing to do with each other. There's still an issue to solicit these um, clients away. So, to turn around on someone who trained you into a skill and to go and poach away all his clients is, is a horrible thing to do. It seems to be mamish. It just, it's like smacks in the face. It smacks of everything wrong in business. I'd just like to digress on, a, on just a slight monologue for a second. I one time saw um, a fellow who wrote a book about business, and he writes that he has two different companies. He has a company that's a charitable foundation, a philanthropic foundation, where he gives tzedakah. And he also has a company, his main company, which is his business, and, and he's very careful never to mix business and charity. And he writes that in his business, he's totally ruthless. He'll go after the competitors. He'll hack their databases to get their clients' names. He'll send them targeted mail, mailings. He'll, he'll, he'll go after them to find out. He'll follow their trucks to find out who they supply. Like, totally ruthless. But then when it comes to charity, oh, that, he's a, a tremendous static. This is the opposite. It's the total antithesis to what the Torah wants from Chesha Mishmat. The Torah wants that we should do, through our business, we should do chesed, we should do... There's so many halachas in Chesh Mishpah that are completely based on the concept of of being straight and erluch. And it's a terrible thing when people, they go to business school and they walk away thinking that these are virtuous um, qualities to be so cutthroat and so mean in business. And, and it's the total opposite. Here's one of the halachas where we see it very clearly that people, to go after someone else's clients and to send them targeted mailings and stuff like that, fall into the category of marufia. Now, if it's a general mailing, or if the person is still looking, in other words, if this, let's say, Walmart is constantly looking for other suppliers, so in that case, you're allowed to, because they're not locked into an agreement specifically with this company, or they're not, they're not sort of, like, looking for, they're not busy with other things. In other words, they didn't say, okay, we set up the supplier, all right, let's move on to the next thing. No, they're always constantly trying to update their supply. So we, couldn't ar- we could argue that it's allowed for another year to jump in. But if it's something that's so steady and it's year after year, that kind of thing for a person to jump in or to send targeted mailings to take away clients, that would be included in the Isra of Marufia. The Pesachayshin in Barakas writes that in Hilchazgneva, that, that in Ha'arachav, that we today are done in Dina Marufia. Let's read the Pesachayshin. Now, 
בשם שהוא מסוים בברוך ובשום שוכנו אחריו, כל שיורש המים יחמו לעצמי. I wanted to say Akum, מה שנוכנו הפוסים Akum כאבס על אל שכן דעשה מקילו מרופי של Akum, משום שנכסי Akum כהפקר, ומה שבישרול, מה שישרול לכולי עלמא אוסר. ויהיה לכולי עלמא את אוסר. And he discusses what exactly the, the status of the Isra will be. So, so, so going and sending a, a target mailing or to work on taking away your competitor's client is for sure considered something that's forgotten by Rufia. So here we have a very practical reason why non-compete is not going to be so viable. I'm talking about it in, in, rea- in the real world because it's almost impossible that the, the worker is not going to end up cutting into the market of the original employer. Many times he's going to know from the connections that he built up, and, and, and many times those, assuming at least most of the time, they're um, steady clients of his original employer, when he's going to meet them and he's going to make this deal with them or whatever he's going to say, or even if he off the cuff mentions, well, yeah, I happen to sell it for cheap or whatever, that's already in, in an off-the-cuff way, being over in Esther Marufia. It doesn't matter that he said it only, mentioned it only in passing. That's still considered Marufia, and it's Usser. So therefore, it's definitely not a yashistic thing to get involved in such a, such a situation. That's as far as the din of Marufia goes. Now, there's another aspect which is very important to discuss, and that is what is, as far as the ownership of the context, this person who quit the job is going to argue, what do you mean? These are contacts that I cultivated. My hard work. My employer would never be able to, to, con- to cultivate any of these contacts. He's, he's totally left-handed. He's totally scatterbrained. He can't keep track of what's going on with the company. Thanks to me, I was able to put it all together, and I created these, this database, etc., etc. Am I able to take all these contacts and go and do business? I think I am. Says the Shulchanarach and Simonai and Reish and Hechazah that it depends on what the agreement is, and many times it's Asr. So let's read the halacha. Meti is pa'il atzmai. Atzmai bisha armalei asfei imim melacha hayoyim. Ve'ein tarach laimim armalei adar imim hayoyim. Aval, im sochri l'lakad metziyos, kegoi, shechaser hanar. A person hired a worker to collect metziyos, to collect items, a river dried out, or they blocked up the river and now the, the, the continuation dried out and people are going to dig up all the stuff that got lost in the river and, or, or the fish that are, that are uh, flopping around. Even if he found a wallet full of coins, it belongs to the Balabayas. Even if he didn't tell him specifically what to collect. Now we see from here that when a person is hired to do work for Baal Bayes, so anything that's happening while he's doing that work as part of the job, any connections or any, um, let's say, lands a contract with Walmart, he says, what do you mean? It was my skill that landed this contract. It doesn't mean that he owns the connection. He owns that that the, even though he cultivated that relationship, he doesn't own that relationship with Walmart. He has to um, give that back to the owner at the time that he leaves. And if he continues and goes after Walmart afterwards, that's going to be shalaykadin. That's improper. And that would be something that's not allowed. This concludes 
the shiurim on non-competes. So to sum up the discussion until now, the non-compete, the agreement of non-compete, where you're asking a worker um, to agree to a certain amount of years not to leave the business or not to impact the business by sharing any secrets or using them along the way to try to cultivate some side business which can interfere. So the, the problems on one hand with enforcing such an agreement are that it would seem to be a problem of Kenyan Dvarim, which even with a contract would be hard to enforce. Second of all, it's an agreement where you're asking someone not to do something, which according to some Rishonim and Achreinim is not even considered an agreement. A serious employment arrangement usually has to be on some kind of employment. On, on unemployment, on inaction, there is no such thing as a serious pilum agreement. Those are the reasons which seem to be difficult to be mechai of a person. On the other hand, we have the, the reasons of the Dibrika Oynim and the Chassam Seifer that view the, the years of working for the employ, employer, original employer, as a way, as a form of payment for the learning the skills. Either it's actual payment by continuing to work for him, or like the Dibrika Oynim says, the end of the contract is when every employer gets back most of their investment into this person because that's when they finally get the skills to be able to do the job right. So it's, it's unethical to allow him, it should be also to allow him to back out in that case um, and to, to change their mind. And another reason which we mentioned from the Divagainim, which is also a reason to, pre- to prevent a, a backing out by a non-compete, is that the agreement between such people, apprentices, and the person who hires them, the person who's teaching them, is more of a shutzvist, more of a partnership, than it is an employment agreement, and shutzim do not have a right to back out on each other. So for those reasons, a person will be also to back out. Now, on top of that, you also have the inherent issues, which are the issues of marufia, which is taking away somebody else's steady clients, going after those steady clients, is something that we're, we do not allow. The Pesachim says today, we're, for sure, we're machmer not to allow marufya. And second of all, a person who has these names of these clients, which he acquired through working for the employer, does not own the names. He does not own the contacts. The contacts are owned by the original employer. And therefore, the person, the employee who quit, is not allowed to take these contacts with him. Again, this concludes the shiurim. On and also the issue over here of taking somebody else's contact, even though the employee might have con- cultivated these relationships while he was working for the employer, but since he was being paid at the time, we view all that work as belonging to the employer. And now that he quit and went ahead and started his own business, he's not allowed to take those contacts with him. That, that's, that would be theft in a certain way. That would be taking it away from the original employer, and that would be us, sir. This concludes the halachas of the non-compete and the halachas of Shtaris.